Okay, well, welcome back to another uh, re-education experience podcast. The show that I've coined when I started this, the Modern Realtors Playbook. Uh, lately, I've been really blessed to have just a steady stream of guests on the show that are just doing that, unpacking their tips, their tricks, their mindset, their tactics on how to be modern today, professional as a realtor today in this kind of ever-evolving world of real estate, right? There's so much being thrown at us. Today, again, uh, my guest, there's no exception. I've got another great guest with me. He goes by the name of Tyler Auerbacher. And uh, again, we chatted offline. I uh, was going to butcher that because, again, we go, always go first name, right? It's like, hey, bro, yeah. here, how's, how's it going, Tyler? And how often do we actually pronounce each other's last names? So I know it. I know it. If you ask me yours, I would probably do the same thing. So Totally. Exactly. Yeah, it mean, happens everywhere, right? Yeah, so, and, and um, I mean, but yeah, it's all good. I'm excited to be here, man. I appreciate uh, the invitation and excited to pour some value. Awesome. So Tyler is the, the founder and the CEO of something called Thrive Marketing that he just launched, which we're going to unpack a little bit, but it's a, you know, the high level, if you go to his website, which we'll talk about how to do that later too, uh, it's a fractional CMO, like chief marketing officer, and also a full digital service marketing agency for realtors and then other service-based businesses. Because us as realtors, there's just like an onslaught of other businesses that kind of do what we do, but just do different things. Sure. Personally, I think I think this is a super cool concept. And the moment I read that bio and I knew he was launching his company, it just hit. It just clicked. Um, and I think last time him and I talked, I gave him some validation on the concept, not that he even needed it because the leads are coming in crazy for him. And I know he's trying to keep up. But when I was growing Redline, uh, just me and Brett as my co-founder, to then to a team brokerage of 15, you know, you, you need marketing requirements. And then I switched it to an ultra service brokerage and we grew to about 100 agents. And then we've transitioned to real and now I'm working with hundreds of agents and I know 100% as the business owner that I'm the bottleneck and have been the bottleneck in our growth all the time for decades now. And that's unfortunate because of the complexity, right? As you and I know, Tyler, needed to truly market your business. So there's so many layers and I took the reins on things way too long too often because I didn't want to either spend the money or oftentimes I couldn't figure out what I actually needed, right? Because who who I could trust and who could not sell me something that I didn't need that would really impact my business because the world of marketing, like I said, is so big, right? Um, so Tyler's been on the marketing side of real estate for a long time with various other highly successful businesses, some of his own and some with others. Like he worked at Curator with one of my friends, uh, Jimmy Mackin, who soon will be a guest as well. Um, Tyler also will be a keynote speaker as well at an upcoming Thrive Not Survive event for those of you in the greater Calgary area on June 7th. But I think this podcast episode will be released maybe just after. <laughs> so um, Tyler found his passion in marketing, but he also comes from the school of real estate too. He was an agent, just like most of us listening down in Florida, still lives there. And he was there for Keller Williams, which I really like because he... He comes from a place of understanding intimately what we go through as agents, which is not the case for all marketers or agencies out there. So Tyler, welcome to the show, my friend. Um, as always, uh, 
well, what did I miss related yeah, to that your was, business history or maybe that, was, that, that, that was amazing, man. What an introduction. I'm, I, that was great. I really appreciate it. I'm honored to be on. I'm excited to just chop it up as far as just like my philosophy and, um, you know, when it comes to marketing, but also what I've experienced in the agency space for realtors and how uh, things have evolved, you know, things are continuing to evolve. They always will. Um, that's the beauty and sometimes the curse of marketing for, for some. Um, you have to be on the, the forefront um, and really stand out to be unique. And what I've learned in the agency space is most clients come to us not even understanding what they want or why they want it or, you know, the, the basic concept or, or understanding of the, the, the foundation, right? Um, they don't even, you only know what you know, or you, you don't know what you don't know, right? That's the proper uh, saying. And um, most business owners are good at running a business or they're good at sales. Some, most, I say, are not also great at marketing. Um, and that's kind of where, as an agency owner, um, a two-time agency owner now, I really have understood business owners need more of a leader of their ship to navigate the marketing sea, more so than the crew members to man the ship. Because... That those things, as far as execution-wise and how to get the job done, you know, are continuing to evolve with the evolution of AI. Um, you know, just you know, systems and tools that are out there. Like, you know, however the job gets done as a business owner, you don't necessarily care as long as you understand the core navigation where you're going in your boat. You know that you know you're going the right way and efficiently and effectively. That's, that's the sauce when it comes to building your brand um, and having a long-term strategy mindset, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there's a zillion ways we can go and unpacking, you know, the marketing is such a big topic. Um, the first thing that comes to mind as you say that is like, we might be jumping a whole bunch of rungs ahead, right? Because so many realtors who are solopreneurs are making 100,000, 50,000, even a couple hundred thousand. And the term marketing is like not even in their vocabulary. Because mm -hmm. as you know, this is a relationship business heavily to start and it does fuel us for a little while. And for some, it fuels us for our entire career. And the idea of marketing and like the term agency may mm -hmm. never even enter a realtor's mind mindset to say, do I need that? And so when, as I say that, you know, if we're talking to like that typical agent that's never hired somebody to market and has just gone heavily around supporting clients, I mean, how do we speak this language to that agent who may be listening and say, yeah, I, I don't, I've never needed any of this stuff. Sure. I mean, I, I would say arguably on the contrary side of that is why wouldn't you be marketing to the people that you are doing business already with? If you're servicing a great experience with them, there's marketing power and content right there at your fingertips, at your disposal to then basically, you know, just spread like wildfire to their spheres and their circles. And it shows you in a light that you're coming from authenticity, value, your proven results. You don't have to be 
you know, running, con you know, creating content, running ads, saying that, you know, you have this many years of experience, you're a lifelong resident of your area. You know, what, what people care about is, you know, how you're, the impact you're making and how you're making it better and easier for them for their life. It's a huge, you know, decision in, in people's lives. Um, and you have a great role in that. So, um, yeah, man, I, I would say like, you know, people who haven't worked with a marketing company yet, um, or people, some people who have, have, have had like a sour taste. It's probably because you didn't have the direction or strategy to know what you're even asking for, because you don't necessarily know inbound marketing principles and the flywheel model approach and how, you know, you have, have the omni-channel presence across multiple platforms, not just great, sexy Instagram reels and TikToks, you know, you have to, you have to, there's so many layers to it. It's kind of like earth, right? Like yeah. there's so many layers to get to the core. The core in my mind would almost be like, your brand is selling itself like because of all of your exposure from multiple levels for all the way from public social to email marketing your sphere like we're you know we started talking about all those kind of interject together and i think it's critical for people to understand that most kind of just want one thing two things and kind of want what I almost call steroids to kind of grow their business. But you need to be in the gym consistently doing multiple body, you know, uh, movements on that, you know, a, a full, a full healthy body. Yes. I mean, so, so if I, if I read between the lines a little bit of what you're saying and what you're unpacking is sure, build that business the way you're building it, but like with a true brand and marketing strategy behind it, you're going to make your life easier there's right. going to be like the longevity and the the ongoing business that comes from like you said the flywheel the omnipresence the things that we could unpack right. well if you just if we, if we want to do anything we want people to realize that if you got something running if you added a, a strategy around this mm -hmm. it will and create this like not have to start from zero effect all the time, right? Like realtors, most of the realtors in the industry, like if you look at NAR results and the, even the Canadian data is just very few agents can get away from that feast famine, feast famine, feast famine, right? They're always feeling up and down, but what if you could, you know what I mean? Is that fair to say? Absolutely. That's, you're creating a marketing engine that is, that's, that's what a flywheel is, right? It, it continuously spins and grows faster and spins faster. The more, the more marketing, the more sales and the best service that, that you do, that's your business growing. So think of your business as a flywheel. Um, you're exactly right. And, and to go back to your, to your point before, you know, people don't understand. And this is again, going back to why it's important to have like a strategist or a leader in your business. You don't sometimes understand the marketing, abilities or opportunities that you are having day to day or month to month that someone can kind of come in and say, dude, like you have four closings that this month, those are four testimonials. Those are four videos, micro chopped. We can do like carousel posts, Google reviews, send those out to your email database, show the home on posts, like a, a slideshow, like just kind of getting out there more, um, exposing what they're doing day to day. Um, so the opportunities, I think, is a huge, huge point. People, you know, just really need to understand 
And then it's a matter of like, what are you passionate about? What do you enjoy doing? You know, if you enjoy doing video, then maybe it's leaning in more on YouTube. Um, but most people kind of stop, like I was saying, at one or two things. And then they are kind of, you know, just seeing how that plays out. And then if they have a negative, uh, you know, um, experience, they stop. Um, or, you know, it's just understanding that it takes a few different layers to it, um, whether that's you doing some of that or outsourcing some of that, you know, some of that in conjunction. Um, I'm just basically sharing from experience, like yeah. the best brands that I've ever worked with are the ones who are, have that omni-channel approach. You know, they, they're seeing you everywhere with value, not just sales um and they're creating like you said that flywheel business is coming to them they're attracting not chasing and that solo agent that average agent that one deal a month two deal a month three deal a month agent just know that we can be a sizable brand we can be recognized we can be unforgettable we could be everywhere with our little businesses that a lot of us as we're listing well i'm not big enough for that but you're like like you said, there's so many little opportunities with, but as a realtor, we're like, focus on market, focus on service, focus right. on, you know, deal, getting the deal done, right? Negotiations. So this idea of like CMOing and having somebody there to manage and drive you to say, how do I best use what's available? I mean, that should be, I'm, I'm even thinking about it right now, as I'm saying this, I'm like, that's a breath of fresh air that I still don't fully have in my business, right? But I could just, just, I could feel the power right. of that. Absolutely. I could feel the power that would be so good for my business. You know, if I dove into, you know, versions of what you're doing, right? Yeah. Well, you know, what I do is definitely not for everyone, you know, it's definitely for like, you know, teams and like brokerages, you know, you know, large, you know, solo agents perhaps, but yes. at least having a marketing strategist, that you can consult with at bare minimum is what I'd recommend. That you at least have a, someone that can co-pilot with you, um, maybe not fully navigate it if you're not at that level yet. Um, but it's so critical, in my opinion, like you know, to have to have that man. Um, that's that's at the base of the foundation. And if somebody, uh, um, that's a great jumping-off point. I was gonna think if somebody isn't in the levels where you, I know we'll talk about who you service and we can go into that a little bit deeper later, but what are some of those baseline marketing strategies that should just be in place that, you know what I mean? The agent, I always say, if I'm an agent, I can put my head on the pillow at night and I, I can actually fall asleep without all mm -hmm. of this stuff circulating and be like, what didn't I do? What have I done? You can, we need our business to get to the point where we can do that. Cause as you know, there is no end to our career. We could build it as big or as little, as wide, as, as deep, as and complex as we want. So it's hard to get out of that mindset. Where does an agent start if they're going to say, I'm going to put my marketer hat on and I just need some of the fundamentals today if you could give them like one, two, three tips? Yeah, I would say first, great point is like knowing yourself, like what your goals are, how big you want to make it, Kind of like you know is super important, man. That, that's like the really the, the the first step is you know not to copy someone that you are trying to aspire to be, but really think critically and deep about your goals, your five year plan, ten year plan, like where you are at in life, you know. Um, 
But no matter what, if you are an agent or a team, like having a website that has an IDX and lead capturing tools is critical. Um, having um, some sort of uh, social media presence on Instagram and Facebook is critical. I would also argue getting on TikTok, getting on LinkedIn would be great as well. Um, but then really, I would say email, email marketing, your database, mm. really showing a humanizing element to your content. Even what you're posting on social, you can repurpose in your email to make sure people are going to your social media and they're uh, interconnected, you know, interconnected. Your omni-channels is starting. Right. Uh, so you're uh, finding people are... Probably, a fourth bonus would probably be uh, Google My Business too or Google Business Profile now. So really dialing in your Google. So when people are searching you, you absolutely want to show up, right? So like you want to think of social as more like, you know, pushing people, you know, Google's you're, you're pulling people, right? Or no, I, I said it's wrong, my bad. So Google, you're pushing, right? So no matter what, really the, the purpose of Google is to make sure you are searchable. So having your business profile set up, getting some reviews on there, um, it's super important. Um, then social, email, but the website absolutely is the first step. Like no matter when I meet with a client, I go right to their website to make sure like who they're working with. I know a few like at the top, you know, platforms, and I can kind of identify what as a marketer that I have the right tools in my toolbox to execute for them, you know, or my team does, right? So that that that's kind of the first and foremost step. There's all these agents out there that are being starting their careers on social media and they're 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 using popularity and and, and, and tips to just grow their audiences and, and, and get in front of more people. Um and ton tons of them don't have websites that even have put any energy into it all. And it's working. Is it because in the social world you can build trust? And if you if you are the one that loves that stuff. And you can go out and be like, hey, you know, Tyler's my guy. I really like what I liked his journey. I followed his big yeah. surgery. I mean, I'm going to trust him that when it comes time to buying and selling, there's a there's this consumer world that is almost irrelevant to the idea of website and search. Is that fair? Um, I think I think there's ways to like circumcede like steps and levels of like qualification, right? So like if you meet someone at the grocery store, y'all hit it off and they, you're now their their realtor. They never even checked you out online, right? But now y'all, you know, are working together. But the idea is to, if people are vetting you, because it's a very competitive industry. Like let's be honest, right? Like, right. like you guys are in like one of the most competitive niches there are. So you're most likely going to get vetted. Like most people know a handful of realtors that they can kind of you know at least go to and you know talk about you know real estate with. So it's important when you're going up to bat, that you have that presence, that people are confident. It, 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 it's like your storefront, but but digitally, right? So you don't want people to walk in the mall and look at your store and be like, eh, nah, I'm good, right? You want people to, you want to pull them in. And I think um, the whole the whole concept and, and really the, the website is critical, but I think what most people kind of get hesitant to do that is because they're not confident in their brand yet. So like maybe you're gonna take a step back even like before you even get a website, obviously you need to really think critically and deeply about your brain and how it sets you apart. Like 
your all the way from your color scheme, how it resonates with people, why you know you chose that, your city, your passions, your interests, your background. Um, maybe you're a vet. Maybe you're you know past you know in uh, a past fireman. You know what I'm saying like whatever you can kind of pour into your brand and make it relatable to others and stand out. That's first and foremost. So maybe I should have started there. Then, then it's a matter of how do you disseminate that properly across the internet, website, social, Google, email. Uh, those are the core foundations. Then I would just say start there and then you can kind of layer in other, uh, other elements and other platforms and mediums within those said elements. But I love that you mentioned uh, Google My Business because I actually I was on a call yesterday with uh, with somebody who was is doing an audit around our red line kind of presence out there because we have a unique element where there's this core group of of us that's like corporate and then we have this army of realtors that run the flag of red line and that there is power in that strength in numbers. So I asked her to can you explore how we're doing and then. How do I use this army of 75 agents from a, from a, from a perspective? And she went right to the idea of Google and optimizing that. And my, and then she started doing little audits on all these uh, agents and it was horrible, right? Everybody was failing every which way. And, and, uh, well, it's, um, that's, that's the point, right? It's tough to do it all. Like, and there's so many layers to the marketing, like, right. Uh, you know, earth cores. Yeah layers um so it, it's really important to you know have those have a system dialed in and then try to automate it as best as possible because you want reviews you want current reviews you want that to be automated and ongoing you want to ask those people who left you a great review to okay you know what thank you so much do you mind getting on video i'll come to wherever you are i'll bring a camera my phone whatever i have just if I can get you on video, that would really help my business. That would mean a lot. You don't think people would do that? So like, you know, it's important to kind of like, just like, like, like squeeze it, like, right? Get, get as much out of it that you can, that you are currently, it, you know, have opportunities to get, you know? So it's just like, then you, then you try to think about how do I get new people? Google PPC ads, Facebook ads, um, you know, running, you know, different campaigns, you know, on, on different platforms and investing in maybe higher quality equipment, right? Like there's different ways to up your content game and like just your marketing game, but there's steps to it, right? That's, um, that's where a lot of people get, get hung up or they don't start because it just looks like a, a uphill battle that just looks, you know, treacherous. Absolutely. I mean, it is it, even as much as I know, which is nowhere near what you know, and I've been lucky enough to be blessed around people that have gone super deep on a lot of niches, right, where they they've crushed it and their expertise is so high. It is overwhelming as a realtor to say, whoa, right? Like, wouldn't it just be easier to just, you know, <laughs> not do any of this stuff? Right. That, yeah, that's where I come in for sure. <laughs> like, yeah. Listen, like, most th there are some realtors that are great marketers you know don't get me wrong like, those are the ones that are speaking at conferences typically and like you right. know in the real network that you guys got a lot of them yeah. um, but most realtors are not 
Um, most, most realtors need that assistance. They need that guidance. And what I also found in the agency world is, you know, it's most, it's most like service just done for you, which is important, of course, but there's no accountability. There's no follow-up like regularly. There's no feeling that I'm actually a part of Redline. Like your team knows me, like they have my number. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I fly up there and they like maybe once a quarter, once a year, like, like whatever is best for the client. Like that's kind of the approach was I was like, man, you know what? Things need to be shaken, you know, shooken up a little bit because the agency experience is just kind of broken. And there's so many people have had sour taste with it. And it's not because of execution, like, you know, results are results. Like, as I said, as long as the ship is working, you know, as long as your food is being served, like maybe in 20 years, there's going to be robots, unfortunately. I don't like that. But as long as your food, as long as your food is getting served to you and you're eating, AKA, as long as your boat's floating and you're going in the right direction, you don't necessarily care who's, who's, who's manning ship, if that makes sense. But what's really? important is the direction and how you're getting there. So, um, yeah, man, that's where I was like, thrive. I want to be different. I want to be unique. I want to package that together where they're hiring a marketing leader and a done for you team to implement what we agree upon and what we decide to strategize together. And I, I really think that's the beautiful synergistic co combo. I think that ability. So we talked about that, you know, one deal a year, a month agent still breaking six figures with that in most markets, you know, getting up to that next plateau of two a month and 24, you're in the top 20% of agents in the world, right? Then you get going and you're trying to scale beyond that. And that a, a big part of my audience and the people that provide me feedback are those agents scaling upwards. It is, but it's like, how do I scale with, just what I did. And this is exactly like what Tyler's talking about. There's a there's an opportunity here to to say, okay, well, there's either brute strength and effort, right? Or there's like some smart um, you know, solutions. And this is where maybe the marketing hat needs to be worn a little more. And you got to think as a a master marketer or someone who's bringing that into your your crew, right? Your little team of three or your yeah. team of 10, or I mean again, whatever network you're building. Um I think is incredibly important because then it doesn't feel like it becomes overwhelming to run these squads, right? Because it is, right? You take on responsibility as a team leader. It's overwhelming as a team leader on all fronts, but what if the marketing wasn't the thing that caused you the stress, right? Oh, absolutely, man. Like I know I'm no different or any exclusion because even with Thrive, like I'm, I'm hiring people to do things that I'm not, the best at or I don't really enjoy doing right like in, in in every business there becomes a point where it makes sense to maybe take a step back like monetarily for yourself or maybe you know, for the business for a month or two to take two to ten to twenty steps forward over a six to twelve month time or plus you know like so you know that's what uh, that's what's hard you have to have a long-term mindset with marketing branding and advertising that's why the best brands are the ones that are long lasting because they stay in the race. You yeah. know, even during COVID, they stay in the race. Um, during downtimes, they stay in the race. Like it's just a, a, a constant element of, you know, in fact, they, they double down because people are, people are exiting, you know, doing marketing. So you got to think of, think of it as opportunity cost, And, you know, you have to start somewhere. You have to start 
Um, so, you know, there's, you know, you know, I, I say it all the time, like, you know, you have to attract, not chase. Um, so you just have to have that mindset and apply that and then get that ball rolling. Um, so it's just, it, it's, it's necessary, man. You have to do it. It's like, going I, to- <laughs> I find when somebody changes their timeline horizon of the outcome, everything they, they commit to that the whole thing can change like for instance i have a i have an investment strategy that i've just built and it's a 15 year strategy 15 year strategy for the first time in my career that i've built it but i've never felt more at peace with what i need to do knowing that there's that horizon ahead where when I, yeah that's when great. i was looking at what's my daily requirement around a strategy that was short term i.e views on a reel or followers in my account and you're thinking short term that hamster wheel is frustrating as hell that's why you spin your wheels and you go from one strategy to the other and you give up and you move on dude oh it killed me man because people literally look at those vanity metrics and they look at the views they look at the comments the shares like that's great but most of them stop and like i said making the video posting it why don't you add a remarketing pixel in the back end of Facebook and run an ad or a flow, a funnel of ads that are showcasing, you know, your services and other content from people who are watching your reels. They're going to your IG profile, like taking them down a pathway and a step to qualification because yeah, they may like you. You may, they may think you're funny or you're knowledgeable, but then are you actually selling homes? Do you like most people are like, yeah, this guy, like, okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. They see you a couple of times, few times. I'm like, all right, let me, let, let me find this in the Darren. All right. I like, I like what you guys to say. Maybe they follow you and they stay in, stay in your network for a little bit. But if you have a, a remarketing sequence and you're qualifying, you know, you're qualifying them, you can take them down a whole different pathway that you're showcasing value and your knowledge and your business. Um, and that's how you actually take a follower or a, a view into an actual client is, is through a remarketing funnel. But most, most people don't do that or understand that or don't want to invest in that. Um, you know, I'd argue that shooting content on your phone and investing in remarketing ads are more important than getting a nice fancy DSLR camera. Yeah. You know? um, once you get to that level, of course, like there's, you know, stack it on up, but, um, my my whole point is that you know it's important again to have that 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 next step approach what's next okay yeah. that's great but what's next what's next i mean you and i we talked about the thrive event because the theme that i'm interjecting in all speakers is max out right and it's like okay if you've got a great sphere-based business if you've got good repeats but like can you maximize that? And there's some smart marketing, like you mentioned the term retargeting, which most people have, maybe not most, I'd say, let me say half the people have heard about it and like 5% execute on it. Right. But like, right. there's an opportunity to say, get my stuff in front of the people that know me more often. And if, if anything, all it does is, and say, I never want to grow my database. You know, I'm good with my 500 people. They trust me. They like me. They send me recurring business. Well, if you had a remarketing campaign with what you're already doing, 
you would be ringing out multiple referrals. You'd be ringing out those water cooler conversations. Be like, my guy, Tyler is the shit. You cannot buy a house without him, right? He's funny. He's knowledgeable because you're right. You're making reels that you're, you're maybe showing your personality. You're showing direct the camera reels. You're, you're getting tips. Okay, that's fine. They may, they may like you, but then what's next? Are you doing business? Are you showing me testimonials that I talked about, right? So like, how does all that interject together? That's how, as a consumer, we all we all communicate differently. We all adapt, we, or, or we, we all kind of, you know, gravitate towards our own methods that we prefer, right? So like, some people prefer email, you know, to get their business-related stuff. Like, some people don't even look at ads. Some people look at ads like crazy. Like, they, they enjoy ads. Like, they, they shop on their phone, right? So like, it's hard for people to understand if you don't do it because I don't shop like that because I kind of know like, I don't want to get remarketed. <laughs> yeah. But um, it's important, you know, as a as a business owner, as, as a realtor to know like, dude, you, you you have to, you have to do that. That That is so important, especially if you are creating content online. Um, that's, that's almost like a yin to the yang, in, in my opinion. But like you said, most people know about it and heard it, but they don't, they haven't done it, or maybe they tried it and it was hard. They, they you know, they jumped off. Um, so it's pretty funny, man. People are like all scared about AI and they don't even know what retargeting is still. Right. So yeah. <laughs> it's like, I don't know, man, uh, give it some time. We'll, we'll see how it all shakes out, but. No, that's um, funny. I mean, I, 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 you're so right. Um, there, we're worrying, and I see the stuff that realtors complain about on forums where they're allowed to talk somewhat uncensoredly. And I think, holy cow, it's the same people complaining about things where they're like, well, Darren, I, uh, I need help with this. I'm like, but why are you spending time on that thing that I see you posting when all you need to be doing is focusing what's in front of you, right? Right, right. That's the, exactly, man. That's, Dude, you actually just spoke to me because I'm a marketer, right? Like, I haven't had the bandwidth myself to like create content the last few weeks because when I launched Thrive, I thankfully am blessed to have like people reach out. Like, I'm having clients now, and like I'm hiring two people, and I'm in a really good spot, thankfully now. But I haven't had the bandwidth myself to even create content. But imagine if I like. Imagine if I was still creating content, launched my new podcast, doing webinars, like, you know, doing like all my, all my CMO tasks for me, um, I would, I would neglect the people that I'm bringing on right now and servicing and like building my core systems and processes and tools. And so like, you have to, you have to place an importance on, you know, your business and your internal that's why I said the email is arguably probably the best starting point. Your website and email, your Google business, social, like all those things kind of interject together. But your website and email um, is, is like kind of the bare bones. I would say the concrete foundation of the marketing house. You know what? I like the fact that you mentioned email and you said something earlier about driving uh them back to your social, right? So a lot of us are putting more time than ever on social, short form realms, bite-sized tips, things yeah. that we are getting out there. But then, I mean, the people that follow us see it. As you know, the algorithms only, we only see so many of the things that somebody posts. 
Right. But like, if you're using the email form, you're saying it's okay to drive them back to the social post to say, hey, I made this and please go check out this link. And I think a lot of people probably aren't doing that. They're thinking, ah, I shouldn't just, you know, they probably saw that, but the reality is they probably didn't, right? Right, exactly. Or at least so now that they know that you're on those platforms, like they can either search for you or go right to that, you know, that, that link. But yeah, right. like if you're creating reels, especially like YouTube, um, you know, content, you, you absolutely should be blasting that to your email database as well and say, hey, I made a new YouTube because you're, you're, you're just adding value, you know, you know, you're, you're helping, you're not selling, you're helping. So when you come from that mindset, it's like, dude, I want to make sure that you saw this. I, like if something is mad, I'm sorry. Like I'll take you off the list, but I, you know, I put some time in this and I really thought it was valuable for you. Like there's, you're only helping. So what, what I would say is like, think of all the things that you are disseminating online in the week and make a weekly newsletter that, that literally has links that says, hey, in case you missed it, here, here's a link that I made about your topic, you know, your, 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 like one of your IG real topics and the next topic and the next topic. And hey, I also made a YouTube on the city of Alberta or Calgary. And, uh, you know, check it out here. Um, the best places to eat. Um, and hey, did, did you also know? Like you can basically make a whole, you know, chain of your email that's text-based. Maybe you have a blog of like the market updates, like, um, but all that's, all that's marketing, right? So you can beautifully design that in a way that it's not overwhelming for the consumer. It's actually like not just insightful and valuable. It's like bubbly, it's friendly, it's inviting. It's like people are almost yearning for, you know, the red line weekly email, right? Um, the red line red box. You like that? There you um, go. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's like basically having a weekly, you know, thing where you're leveraging what you're spending your time on already. Why not expose that to people that may not have seen that? Just because you posted it doesn't mean that they saw it. So, and they're not going to be mad that you linked that, even if they did see it. They're, they're going to be like, oh yeah, I saw that. They saw it and they saw seven seconds of it and then they moved on anyways, right? So like they, they you know, my own agents barely remember what I post, right? right? It's just the way. People overthink it, you know, like, eat, you know, I'm guilty of it too. Like people, people don't care as much about you as you. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. You know, it's just a matter of like getting out of your own way, getting out of your own head. If you think it's valuable, post it, you know what I'm saying? Ske like batch schedule it, plan it. That's the other thing too. Like, you know, with the marketing strategists, like having a, having a, having a blueprint, it's almost like a personal trainer, right. That helps you build your, nutrition plan your workout plan your sleep regimen like any systems and tools that could help in those areas like bands or like aura rings or fitness watches like all those things are like little micro but the personal trainer knows about that because that's their you know that's in their lane they know the up and coming things yada yada um that's the sort of way to think about this almost it's like you know you can go to the gym now on your own but like that you know, once you're at a level that you want to get to even greater, or you're in a point in your business that you're struggling, or even like you're struggling, you know, physically, you hire a personal trainer. Like that's kind of where I think where I can really fit in and I fill a void. I, I feel that like there's a void in the space 
right. when it comes to that. Like, as I said, there's agencies, there's technology tools that you can do it yourself, but there's not really, and, and, there, and there's like coaching platforms, you can learn it, sure. and maybe you hire someone on your own team, but there isn't someone like in the industry that I knew that had something that you could hire, like as we're talking about, and that's where I was like, bingo, that's it. Right. Um, so. You know what I, you know what comes to mind when I think about this, and I again I try to look at the industry from more of a longer, long tail, right? And what we know is the over time the agents that are doing better continue to level up, right? They're on growth trajectory. Their goal is take market share from all of those others, right? They're doing that originally from strong sphere, right? Then they built up a lead source. Then they got better at it. They built a team. They grew larger and they've started to adopt things like what you do, right? So as, as that happens, and if we believe technology is getting more intense, if we believe the social platforms are getting more complex, they're learning more about us as we're consuming it, you know the people that are best funded are going to keep finding ways to tentacle out and steal market share from you. Right. So if that is truly going to happen, unless you're ignorant to it, you want to hide under the box, under the rock, this is going to eventually over time make it harder for you. So right. why not find your place within it? Right. Exactly. It's no different than what it was, what, 20, 30 years ago when the internet started. Right. So people are in real estate. Um, I, you know, I, I wasn't there to, to see it, but obviously you went from print newspapers, right? Um, radio, billboards, benches, um, people would call in, right? Like you'd have office office call hours. Like they, they, they would call Keller Williams and Lakeland and they would just, whoever, whoever answers gets the deal, right? right? Then the internet started and people can build personal brands and like differentiate themselves. And some people prefer to vet people first to see who they want to work with. That That's kind of how it all started. And then, and social media came around, right? And so they're, you're exactly right. Like you have to get into the game at some point. Otherwise you're going to get swallowed up. Um, it's, it's just, you know, human nature. That's how it's always been. Like if you're still doing, if you're still doing benches, um, <laughs> um, if you're still doing radio these days, if you're still doing newspaper, um, I don't know how well it's going to you know, work. So you have to adapt and grow. So think of it in that, in that sort of scale and, and limelight, I think it's important to know. Like, yeah. Unless there's parts of that is in like omnipresence and you've got the, you've got the entire package running, right. You've got billboard, like for instance, in a farm, I used to put up my bus benches to make sure nobody else got eyeball share because I had 60% market share and it was defense. It was like, nobody's entering my little prison that I had you know what right. I mean and but, it was like yeah but but you already built that right I built it yeah right. so then you place those extra things to say guard against because I had the money to do it right that's your exact that's exactly the, the mindset to have you you build your little um your little um um what's the word looking for castle you build your little castle right and then and, and, and then the moat right but yeah it's important to know like you have to safeguard yourself first and core and then stack stack more things to safeguard yourself. Okay. Then I'm sure there's like Google ads and creating content. 
Um, it's like, so, it, you know, it's just levels. You know, so, I got a funny example. What you talked about shopping online, and I, I've found most of my most favorite online brands and things I've bought, and whether it's shirts or hats, all online now. And um, you'll come across something. And I'm, I'm really good at screenshotting the things that I like. And then I'll go back and I'll check the website out later, right? If I'm in the mix of something. But now I'm to the point that I know these marketers are so damn good that I'll just wait till they retarget me because I know the ad's going to come later when I'm scrolling, you know, at nighttime. And I'm like, all right, I'll go check it out then. That is insane. You're saying like, I don't even need to put my contact in for make because I clicked it once and I know it's coming back to me because these guys have mastered it. And oh, I'm like, yeah. I'm at peace with that. I'm like, I'll just wait till they come back because I'm I'm busy, right? Well, even like, if anyone, most people that are listening and watching, like you've, you've bought something online, and especially if you bought one, bought something online lately, you instantly get remarketed that said item or that said company with various items the next day or the next hour, depending on how long that you were searching, how many pages you searched. They have their own sequences and funnels that show like time on site, what page you went to, if you went to the checkout page, if you put things in your cart, if you didn't, they're going to send a 10% coupon to you. So you're, you're exactly right. I'm the same way whenever I sign up for something, I never buy anything right away because I know that I'm going to get remarketed or I should get a remarketed a, a coupon. And I'll even put something in my cart, remove yeah. it, or like, like, you know, like close out so they see that it's still in the cart and you'll get a coupon. Like it, so I, yeah, it's funny. I, I'm the same way. I never buy something the, the first time. Usually it's like, I see the ad, I see it, I see it, I see it. And that's what's called impressions, right? So it's important to have a frequency that you you are showing people the same ad. If it's doing well, that's when it comes down to like looking at the analytics and making sure that it's doing well, which if people are going back to it, then, then it should be. But, you know, the more times people see something, the more trust you're building, the more times they see something in addition of variance, they're just still going to build, you know, build trust that way too. But the more times you see it is what's called impressions. And that's what's important to like, just reinforce something that you want to show someone based on their, their engagement. Is it fair to say that once you've created some baseline strategy on social where you're, you're, you're running some consistency, you're speaking your voice, you're getting it out there. If your website's set up and it's, you know, it's up and running and feel like you said, it's, it's clickable. People like it, you know, you're, you're confident in it. You've got an email list. It's running, you're driving content to which and everything that, but you've never run paid. You've never gone ahead and run just cold paid ads. Is the, is the next best thing to, to flip into the retargeting world, you know, from a budget perspective? Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. If you, if you should on your website have like a tracking pixel set up. So you're monitoring like Facebook will basically parse and, and, and see what pages people are going on. Then you can remarket people to those certain pages. Same thing with social media as well. So all that inter intertwines together. Um, the first and foremost, when you want to run an ad to those set groups, of course, you can choose like just people who live in Calgary or live in Alberta or live in Canada. If you want to blanket the whole country, um, like you can basically target people like just geographically, but your budget is not going to be utilized 
in an efficient way because people don't know you yet. You know, you're not maybe showing people in your said market that even matters. So you're kind of wasting your, you know, wasting your budget. So when you do do geographically, it's important you try to be very micro. Facebook's been, you know, stricter as far as targeting abilities, but there's still ways to make sure that you get as best as you can. And then, as you said, what's most important, first and foremost, though, is the retargeting. So getting your 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 CSV customer file list from your your CRM uploaded into Facebook, running remarketing ads to people that are already in your database, because it'll basically map out phone number and, and emails best to their ability. And then also you can basically remarket people that are showing interest on your Instagram profile, your Facebook page, watching your video for three seconds or 10 seconds or the whole thing. Um, you, you can get pretty freaky in there. So um, it's just and that sounds what... super techie, right? That sounds super techie, but that's where <laughs> that would be the next level to just like either learn, hire, consult right. to, to just say like, let me max out. Let me max out the people that are already visiting me because I've done something yeah. right. Right. They've um, they're they're opening my emails. Uh, they like me enough to follow me. Right. So let's just ma the past client that loved on me and closed the deal. Right. Just how do I maximize that group? Right. I mean, the cheapest. Like, like a, a great example would be Mike, uh, Mike Sherrard, who you had on last. Right. Like he, he has um, I, I think I saw a coaching course. Right. I, I follow him. So there's no other way that I'm connected with him because I live in Florida. Um, I'm not in, you know, any, you know, realtor network. It's just a, literally a matter of me following him or, or us following each other. And I, he must have an ad running to his followers on Instagram to show a course that he has for sale. Right. So no different than when you see your ads, because if, if, if you go on your phone right now, and if you swipe every third, every third post is an ad third or fourth. Boom, That's boom, crazy. Boom. Yeah. At every story, boom, 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 ad. So almost just like subconsciously, we're, we're seeing ads. But when if I know Darren, like if, if I have sold a home and bought a home with you in the last 10 years, and I know you, you're my friend, you know, you go to birthday parties, and then, you know, I follow you, and all of a sudden I see your ad, like I'm more inclined to go to you. You know, I'm, I'm more inclined to check you out and see what you have going on. And even if that's like to refer business or to repost, or like that's when it comes down to like the science of the ad and like the copy, you know, the image, the video, like all those things are really important. It's kind of like art. It really is. And there's a bit of a story that you want. There's a, there's a roadmap you want to, you have to step back and say, right. Story do I want to tell to the people that already know me? And then it's like, how do I digitally make this happen? Right. Absolutely. Yep. It's just like art. Like everyone can paint, you know, I can paint, but that thing won't sell. I can tell you that no one, no one would want that. <laughs> I, I wouldn't even want to, you know, so, you know, it, 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 you know, everyone can run a Facebook ad. Sure. But again, you know, it's just important to kind of, you know, lean into what you do best. Of course, you got to scale it and get to a point where you have the ability and bandwidth to do those things. But yeah. Um, yeah, man, that's how you get from, you know, point A to point B to point C to point D to, you know, as you said, real estate's unbelievable. You can go all the way to Z or mm -hmm. Z A, then Z B, then Z C. You know, like. Yeah, 
And I love this because I, mean, I just came out of coaching this, this thing called the six figure blueprint, which really forces people to go organic and basic down to their spheres and their social and blend that to create the foundation. Part of that is CRM management, as you know, and website. If you do those things right and you build those lists proper, all the basics that every coach will tell you and you get that up and running, you fall in love with those fundamentals, the ability for a guy like you, Tyler, then take these you know, fully detailed lists and then go do something proper with it to then be the shortcut, to be the, the fuel to the fire, yeah. everything gets easier. And I keep telling my agents this. What if you had everybody in all their addresses? Do you think you could do more to market to them? Hell yeah. If you had all their emails, what about the spouse emails, the cell phones, the right. this? Now, if they're all following you and oh my God, what if we put some of this marketing strategy behind it? This is when that omnipresence can be created exactly. and the business gets easier, right? Absolutely, man. Spot on. And you bring up a really good point that, that, I, that I kind of forgot about was CRM marketing automations, right? So like when a lead comes in, like say you're running a top 10 homes lead campaign ad, right? Or like you have a new listing and you run a, a listing ad or you have a blog post or maybe, maybe that ebook checklist of why it's great to sell in the summertime, right? People download those items. Th those are leads. Those you can remarket to people again, like the, that's when the audience comes into play. You can target people geographically or in a, in a, in a, in a list they, that you upload, but once they become a lead or any of your leads that you currently have, you can kind of create flows or action plans in certain CRMs that have marketing messaging and, and templates set up that automate and, and, and trigger for you. And I think like that, that's another thing where you can get very uh, nerdy in particular, as far as like your copy for email one, email two, three, your texting, like, you know, you can, Really, like that's the core too. It's like not not stopping and getting a lead. It's the follow up, like right. So obviously, calling, texting yourself, but in the marketing space, the marketing world, how can you continue to market when they are already a lead? Because you don't want to stop there. You want them to become a client, you know. So you know that that that's when it boils down to the follow up and the CRM marketing automations is a really important part. Um, it's, it's almost an afterthought because it's so kind of like the, the last step because you, you, you've done all the legwork to, to build your brand, to get them to your website, to build a trust on social, to create the asset, to become the lead. Then you call them, you text them, maybe you speak to them one time, then they ghost you. Then, you know, you think, you, they, then you think it's over, right? But that's when, it, that's when the marketing CRM automations kick in and fire and they're continuously seeing like an automated trigger to go like you can build out stuff that drives them back to your website every month or you have a recurring something that you can send to them that you're still you're still top of mind email wise so maybe they're in an action plan but they're also getting your email newsletter monthly right like different topics different goals and um, I know I'm getting super nerdy on you, man. But well, I mean, the reality is somebody's listening to this and they have some portions of this going on in their business, some things they've heard, right? And, but the reality is, is you got a choice as a realtor, right? We all have this choice. 
what, what, what's the business I want to run three years from now, five years from now? Is it going to be the exact same thing that got me here? That means I went out and I did some everything traditional. I got things rolling. And then do you want to be, again, maybe building your list via door knocking five years from now? Because that's you on the ground doing it. Or do you want to build a marketing engine that can then max out the energy you're putting in as Darren 2.0 right here on May 24th? And if, if, if you don't adjust and find some of these paths, the business will, it'll be just as hard to get started on every next transaction than, than if you play down a bit of this marketing and just understand that this is a, a, a path to growth that I think so many of us forget to say there's a cost to this. But there's a cost to not doing it. There's mm. a cost for your time to do this, to learn right. it. But there's also a cost for the time tomorrow that you're going to have to go spend, right. you know, that open house, that right. door knock, that, right? Yeah, there's a cost associated with you not doing a 15-year investing plan for your financial wealth, right? There's a cost to not going to the gym and eating right. Right. There's a greater cost of doing those things. So you're absolutely right, man. That's I mean, where does somebody, I mean, I got just a couple of minutes here. We're going to, uh, to close this out. Sure. I mean, there's a, where, where does somebody find you if um, they, they believe their businesses maybe to the point of support to, that could need a fractional CEO? What's the best CMO? What's the best way to, to find you? Uh, first of all. Yeah, no doubt. The, the best place probably would be Instagram. Quite frankly, I'm, I'm most active on there. Um, you can obviously always go to the website, which is thrive-marketing.com and thrive is with a Y, not an I. Um, but essentially, you know, Facebook, Instagram, I, I'm, I'm active on, on social, of course, if not, I'd be a, a big hypocrite. Um, so you can really hit me up, DM me, uh, tag me, whatever you want to kind of get a hold of me. Um, and then the website, if you want to actually book a the actual discovery call and really dive deeper into the business and you know you don't really you know want to talk first and they can go right to the website um, and you can book a discovery call right, right on my calendar um, that's my direct calendar link so you'll be able to hop on a call with me and we'll talk and really my plan with thrive is to really build deep rooted partnerships with my clients and it it's not going to be a big a big shift that i have um it's going to be a very more intimate experience that I'm definitely deeper committed and, and, you know, a, a leader of my clients, you know, businesses with them yeah. um, have a team behind me that basically will be executing um, a plethora of marketing services. Really it's full service. So based on what we determine that your business needs, because no two businesses are the same and no two markets are the same. So um, what works for you guys may not work for me and vice versa. So it's just, it, it's important to like have that discovery call, but yeah, man, hit me up. If you got questions, I'm happy to chat or just help. I'm always here. You know, you can always ask me a quick I mean, question. Tyler's always dropping great content. He's getting busy with his new business, of course. And that, that, oh, that, man. that, that put things yeah. off, but that's the way it always goes. Right. But no. nonetheless, and every one of these topics, if you're listening, there's like bullet points and you can star yourself. Are you, you know, green means go, you're doing this well. Yellow means, you know, I kind of do this a bit. And then like red means I haven't even started this and you don't need all of this, but there needs to be some roadmap. And, and maybe that's worth the time. If you don't feel you're at Tyler's kind of full fractional CMO level, maybe there's a path for a discovery call where he can just give you a bit of the 
the next steps roadmap to then get you somewhere else. Because I think a lot of us just get overwhelmed with that and knowing that there's a path with a plan rather than a path, because we can all create a path, but we're like, is this going to end up with a result that even impacts me Right on guys like yourself um, would be a, a great place to start in your business. So. Absolutely. Man. Well, dude, I appreciate the opportunity to be on today. It's been a really good, fun conversation. I know I got a little nerdy, so hopefully people uh, can understand. But if not, again, just holler at me. I'm here. This, is, uh, this has been another re-education experience podcast. And we said it's the modern realtor's playbook. So we better be speaking that language. So again, everybody, thank you for listening, for watching. If you're watching again, once again, if I can help personally in any other way, please message me direct. Tyler Ori's already offered that. And I look forward to continuing to serve you and continue on my path, which is my goal of building millionaire realtors. So again, till next time, everybody, thank you so much. And thank you, Tyler. Thank you.